Welcome to Tech Mobility Topics. If you're just joining us, you're listening to the Tech Mobility Show, and this is Topic B. And we're going to go a little bit off into the weeds. We do that sometime on this show. Because like we say, like I say, we always talk about mobility and technology. This is one of those things that you need to know. And I want to share it with you. With conversational AI, deep fakes, the ability that we're coming into a society where what you see and what you hear can be manipulated digitally. How do you know? How would you know? of what you're seeing, maybe what you're hearing is the truth or is factual. That's what we're going to talk about during this segment. I want to introduce you to a fellow by the name of Mike Caulfield, and he's the director of blended and networked learning at Washington State University in Vancouver. And this comes to us by uh, Nature by NPR. He was an early believer in the idea of civic digital literacies and is the author of the widely acclaimed Web Literacy for Student Fact Checkers and People Who Care About the Facts. Now more than ever, we need a methodology that allows mature thinking adults to assess properly what they're being told, what they're seeing, how to know and separate the truth from the lies and the misdirection. And there's a lot of misdirection going on right now. How do you know what you're getting is the real deal? Caulfield is offering people a way to sort truth from fiction and everything in between. And this man's bona fides run deep. I won't even get into everything, but trust me when I tell you, if you look him up, uh, you'll find that he was involved in a lot of the education of how to deal with misinformation, how to verify sources, how to get a handle on when you're looking at something and you're researching something, what do you do? How do you approach it? And again, my concern is with, you know, chat, GPT and everything coming on, I got real concerned about, okay, how, is there a way for us to know what's what? He calls it the four moves. And it's the abbreviation is SIFT. Stop, investigate the source, find better coverage, trace claims, quotes, and media to the original context. Those of you that have been listening to this program for any length of time know I do a lot of research. I never, never take anything from one direction at face value. And no, I usually do not quote the popular general interest magazines. Usually I'm digging deep into industry magazines and I'm cross-referencing websites and I'm digging deep to get an idea of what I am preparing and how I'm going to discuss it with you. This is no different. Let me explain this a little bit further because you need to know. So we talked about SIFT. SIFT starting with STOP. The first move is the simplest. STOP reminds you of two things. First, when you hit a page or post and start to read it, STOP. Ask yourself whether you know the website or the source of the information and what the reputation of both the claim and the website is. If you don't have the information, use other moves to get a sense of what you're looking at. Don't read it or share media until you know what it is. Second, 
After you begin the other moves, it can be easy to go down a rabbit hole going off on tangents. Trust me, I've done it. Stop and take a second to remember your purpose. Now, if you just want to repost, uh, read an interesting story or get a high level explanation of a concept, it's probably good enough to find out whether the publication is reputable or in some cases even exists. Just because somebody quotes it don't mean it's real, particularly if you can't find it. That's a red flag. If you're doing deep research of your own, you may want to chase down the individual claims in a newspaper article and independently verify them. Yes, people, it takes time to do this. But if you are an informed citizen of our great nation, you owe it to yourself to have the facts for yourself so that you can make up your own mind. That's the most important thing if I was to share anything with you today. That's the most important thing. Please keep in mind that both sorts of investigations are equally useful. Quick and shallow in investigation will form most of what we do on the web. We get quicker with the simple stuff in part so we can spend more time on the stuff that matters to us. And trust me, this show matters a lot to me. I spend hours researching, hours. But in either case, stopping periodically and reevaluating a reaction, our search strategy is the key. Second, investigate the source. You don't have to be a Pulitzer Prize winning investigating journalist to research a source before you engage with it. But if you're reading a piece on economics by a Nobel Prize winning economist, you should know that before you read it. it does lend credibility to what you're receiving. Conversely, if you're watching a video on the many benefits of milk consumption that was put out by the dairy industry, you might want to know that as well. That doesn't mean that the noble economists will always be right and that the dairy industry can't be trusted, but knowing the expertise and agenda of the source is critical to your interpretations of what they say. It's important. Number three, find better coverage. I do that all the time. Sometimes you don't care about a particular article or video that reaches you. You care about the claim they're making. I check that out a lot. You want to know if it's true or false. You want to know if it represents a consensus viewpoint or if it's the subject of much disagreement. In this case, your best strategy is to be ignored of the source that reached you and look for trusted reporting or analysis on the claim. If you get an article, for example, that says koalas were just declared extinct from the Save the Koalas Foundation, your best bet may not be to investigate the source, but to go out and find the best source you can on the topic, or just importantly, to scan multiple sources to see what the expert consensus seems to be. Here's a red flag. If you can't find it, and it's a major issue, and only one outlet is reporting it, that's a red flag that it may not be true. Because anything major is going to have multiple sources. Always. If it doesn't, it's not true and it doesn't matter where it's coming from. It should be verifiable. And that, again, is important. Number four, trace claims, quotes, and media back to the original context. This is really Internet 101. Everybody wants to leave out important things to get you, the listener or the viewer, to react in a certain way. So instead of telling you the whole story, they just take a tidbit out to purpose that out there and throw it out there at you, even though if you saw the, how that happened in context, you may have had a different outcome. Find the original context. Find the wholeness of it, regardless of where you are on that subject. Find the whole thing so you can make up your own mind. 
It is too easy to be manipulated with taking things out of context. And it happens all the time. Don't fall for that. Trace your claim, quote, or media back to the source so that you can see it in the original context and get a sense of the version you saw was actually presented. I call it media forensics. Taking the information that's being put out there and doing a little research, back research to find out, is it true? Is it accurate? Do I have the whole story? And then once you have the facts, make up your own mind. That's the most important thing. Sift. Sift. Stop. Investigate the source. Find better coverage. Trace claims, quotes, and media back to the original context. That will help you in this world of deep fakes and everything else. We are Tech Mobility Show. Did you know that you could still listen to past shows of Roadworthy Drive? Kent Chester here. With the change to the Tech Mobility Show, we've taken steps to maintain our vast library of past shows for your listening pleasure. Whether you want to listen to 1, 10, or 50 of our 1,000 shows, we got you covered. Be sure to visit roadworthydrive.buzzsprout.com or roadworthydrivemoment.buzzsprout.com and subscribe. There's no recurring commitment and you can opt out at any time. We set the price super low so that access to the shows is easy and carefree. Thank you so much for your support. Real facts, real opinions, real talk. Roadworthy Drive is now the Tech Mobility Show. I'm Ken Chester, your host. Every week, I delve into the current trends and topics that impact you when it comes to mobility and technology. Things are changing fast, and I cover these topics in a way that's easy to understand. By tuning into the Tech Mobility Show, you can keep informed about the latest happenings with self-driving vehicles, auto finance, electric airplanes, and more. That's the Tech Mobility Show, heard each week on this very fine radio station. These days, everybody wants to be social, and we're no exception. Hi, I'm Ken Chester, host of the Tech Mobility Show. We get to share additional content that you won't find on the show. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and even TikTok. Yeah, we're there. You can find us at Tech Mobility Pod on Twitter and at the Tech Mobility Show everywhere else. Check us out. Be sure to follow us. Believe it or not, the Tech Mobility Show has a website. Yep. Combined with all the other ways you can interact with us, our website is a great place to start. Learn more about the host, find us in the news, and even check out where you can hear our programs across the country on the radio. I know, right? Our website is a great place to learn more about us and our programming. Go to techmobility.show for more information. 